I'm going to restart that whole thing. This is Pass the Rock. Welcome to the final installment of this week's Pass the Rock, where we'll cover what's going on in the football preseason and do a little more NFL head coach fight club. I don't know if y'all are old enough to have that happen in school, but... People used to get caught texting at school because the phone would make the... It's not my, it's not my giant dildo, is it? <laughs> is that a Theragun this or whatever? Is, this is charging. Yes, dude, don't buy the expensive ones either. What is this brand? Fucking... Sponsor the pod. What is that? It's like 30 bucks something? I don't know how that looked on the camera because I accidentally clicked off my camera before Actually, I did that. Actually, wait, one more time. One more time. Go ahead and do that for me again in three, two, one, go. Looks off the defender, hands it to me Perfect. for the three-yard gain. <laughs> Fun fact, fellas, back in middle school uh, football, uh, we had a guy, we had a coach. He was a former Miami Dolphin. Uh, I don't remember his uh, first name, but I know it was like, I think it was like Margin Hooks or something like that. Either way, I remember one time at practice, there we were doing like catching drills. I was dropping them, obviously. And the, and I was like, hey, yo, coach, you know, if this was, and you know, me, I was being self-deprecating, trying to make a joke. It's like, you know, coach, if this was Game of Madden, my, my catching stat, like my catching stat would be at zero. And he's like, it is at zero. <laughs> oh. Go go run some laps for me. I'm like, all right, cool. No wonder I don't play. But in my defense, I was a fullback. Uh, back when fullbacks were sort of still in, I guess, whatever. Boy, I my son would get his ass beat if he a, came home and told me he was a fullback. Like, Come on, boy. You're not. I ran a fullback dive on Madden Listen. yesterday. No, I mean, Let's... I get it. It was an important part. I'm just saying there's never a point in history where I want my kid playing fullback. Yeah, I was. What, what what year was this? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. The team was still running I formation. So shout out to Moose Johnson. But I just and here's and now here's the thing. I wasn't even the starting fullback. So let's you know how how that went for me. Anyways, let's talk about some football, gentlemen. All right, guys. So we're getting closer and closer to the uh, the start of the NFL season, and I wanted to do. Uh, for these last two weeks, I think as we have two weeks before the season starts, if my math is not totally off, I want to do predictions. So Teams right. for this for this week, gentlemen, I want to predict who's going to be going home with an individual award. We're doing individual award predictions based on uh, odds from Vegas. Wait, so, what odds are you using? Because I'm going to look up a different book. So right now I'm using the website known as Vegas Insider. They have like an aggregate of different other uh, sports books. So they have like DraftKings. Uh, that's F- why they're number one in SEO. I was just uh, yeah when I searched that they're the first that pops up. But I have DraftKings stock, so I'm I'm clicking on DraftKings. No need to shout out. Uh, it's just well actually no sponsor the fucking pod. I'm a shareholder. There you go. Yeah, sponsor the pod. Even though we're in Texas and gambling's not legal here. Yet, yet I have. Hey, Ryan McDermott, good friend of mine, on the case. Shout out McDermott, even though he's not a sports fan and will never hear this. He is a YouTube nerd, though, so maybe I can get him to watch it now. 
Oh, there you go. All right. Well, gentlemen, I wanted to start off, uh, or before we start off, I wanted to ask you guys, what, uh, what award that's not MVP do you guys want to start off with? We could do Rookie of the Year, Offense, Defense, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and then we can end things off with uh, the MVP odds. No, come back, bro. Come back Player of the Year. That's an easy, that's a given. If you want to do that, we can do that, though. Oh, Absolutely. it is a given. That's so late. Yeah. No, because, like, how what? the fuck is he? That's such a... What if he dies? Who yeah, else we... is going to do it? We what? need to have... Okay, okay, no, we need to have this dialogue now. Because now I'm what a little... What if he dies? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's have this dialogue Actually, right now. There's a really good bet here. There's a really good bet on DraftKings that I'm... Well, no, that's not that, because he's third, right? Yeah, never mind. All right, keep going, keep going. All right, but yeah, let, no, let's, let's talk one. about it. So, for those of you who may be confused as to who we're talking about for NFL Comeback Player of the Year, uh, it should be kind of obvious that it, mm, it's going to go to DeMar Hamlin as long as he plays a decent amount. Because <laughs> well, the man is coming back from the dead. As long as he puts on his, bra- his jersey. Uh, yeah. What if he goes out there and dies? You can't give him Comeback Player of the Year. Well, well, he's already died on the field once, technically. Uh, that happens, I don't think they're going to be worried about the awards. Okay, so he came back to life. We brought him back to life. I will be if I there, put money He's a shoe-in, all right? There is, there's not a lot of competition for this award. It's him or Tua, I guess. So for the odds if right Russell now Wilson, on this book. If Russell Wilson balls the That's what I was saying. Out, I felt like that's a pretty good bet. Yeah, It Russell will not Wilson. happen, but if he did, they would give it to him. Yeah, so there's some interesting names though too. Yeah, so on Vegas Insider we have Demar Hamlin at minus three hundred, so he's the overwhelming favorite to win. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa at plus two thousand. Russell Wilson at plus twenty five hundred. Trey Lance at plus four thousand. That's a mess right there. That's not looking good right now. That's not looking good for his NFL career. He's yeah. There's no chance. He's Mr. But hey, string now. Hey, put down a dollar and you might get what four hundred. If, if, it, if it pans out. Also, are we going to put money on how long it takes for Sam Darnold to be the starting quarterback in San Francisco? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to put some money. Never. Unless Honestly, if, you, if we're talking about comeback player of the year, because like Purdy, I mean, I don't know if I believe the Purdy thing. And Sam Darnold's not that bad of a quarterback. It's a system he can play. He's not that great, but like he, it would like if you're using him as a system quarterback, where he's in that system, where it's like do the bare minimum. They, they tried uh, so I'm looking down the. Uh, I'm looking down the full candidate. I'm looking down the full candidate list for him or for uh, who they have for comeback player of the year. I don't see Sam Darnold's name anywhere. So he's 4500 oh, no, on DraftKings. Yeah. Okay, on on Vegas uh, Vegas Insider, he is plus six thousand. If you were to do FanDuel, FanDuel. I don't think so. he's expected if you did FanDuel, you can get five plus six thousand. Yeah. Well, he's not expected, but I, I think he will. But all right, that's an interesting one. Not not bad, not bad. Listen, I think this is a shoe in. Regardless, it's it's Demar Hamlin. He just has to play a couple games, and it's like, hey, congrats, you. Oh wait wait. You died and came back to life. You putting money on Baker Mayfield? Hell no. Seven seventy five hundred. It's seventy five hundred. What is that? If what is Demar, that? If Demar Hamlin was involved, if like, there was no Demar Hamlin, then maybe I would. No, that's what this that. list is. It's just a bunch of players who are either hurt or awful. The one that's kind of weird too is it didn't even matter how much you were hurt because Tony Pollard's on this list too. Yeah, how, what are what are his odds? 
Bro. He's, he shouldn't be eligible. He they got Deshaun Watson on this list. They got Deshaun Watson on this list. He had a bad list. year. Yeah. Oh, well, man. What? Okay, I mean, Deshaun Watson's coming back from. That's what I'm going to put it. Yeah, he had a bad year. Yeah, he had a bad time. He had a bad two years. Let's go. Let's be real. From all the coming on the backs. We get it. Uh, uh, oh, that was rough. <laughs> a little uh, first. But uh, you know what? Chase Young. Chase Young's a good bet right here. Plus 10,000. Chase, Chase Young is a good one. Damn, that's a that's really good. None, of, none of them are good because Tamar Hamlin's in there. That's well, yeah, I'm you're right. right. I mean, you really are right. But I, damn. So I, I agree, unless it's a quarterback. I feel like a and quarterback could still spend, still win the award. Like Tua and Russell they have to do soon, and they'd probably split it. That's fair. Yeah, Lamar but, Jackson's an interesting one to have on here for me. Alvin Ridley. He wasn't, I don't think he was bad <laughs> enough. I don't think he was. Yeah, that's a that'd be funny. <laughs> Betting on Calvin Ridley is very funny. Yes. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's let's go ahead and put down the bet, fellas. Let's put down a bet. That's <laughs> actually very funny. <laughs> Just as a bit, let's go ahead and. Uh, Put down some money on him. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna lie. I wonder who the fuck Jordan Brooks is. Uh, linebacker for I think the Seattle Seahawks. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. That was the only name on this whole list I didn't recognize. So I think I'm still doing good. Yeah, former Texas Tech Red Raider Jordan Brooks, surprise first round pick. I think he's a Dallas native, by the way. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. Shout out to him. Uh. Yeah, so I think we're all in agreement then that the NFL Comeback Player of the Year is probably just going to be it's going to be Demar Hamlin. Yeah, I mean it probably could be. Although, oh, here's another good one: T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. Okay, but I how many injured most of the year last year? Right? Not Demar Hamlin. I, I'm just saying. I'm I'm considering without the bullshit. If you're going on merit of stats alone, which I understand yeah. is not the way you should bet in this war. I'm well, just saying, see, who could make the argument statistically? And I think I mean, TJ Watt could make the argument statistically because he got injured so early in the last season. I mean, that he, team he fell off. He he got hurt after ten games, didn't he? Was it that, says here he played ten that, games. Okay, well that's yeah. Never mind. That's a lot of games. But so he I, wasn't very good in those ten games. Just from if you just go off the numbers. I don't remember. I remember TJ Watt fucking some shit up, but okay. Uh, um, at least in the in the sack category, and that's not always a position where uh, numbers are going to be reflective of your job well done. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But all right, fair enough. Yeah, I'm good with that because it's 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 logical. I mean, there's plenty of interesting candidates we've talked about, but yeah, Demar Hamlin is probably is he the biggest okay. favorite? Excuse me, is he the biggest favorite for any award? Uh, yeah, so. it's it's like overwhelming. Yep, that is correct. He is the only person on DraftKings with a negative. That's just like how obvious it is. Yeah, (laughs) it is. Like I said, unless he unless he just dies on the field this year, then they can't again come back player of the year. No, I mean like really though. Well, at that point they might. Yeah, I don't know. His heart, his his heart did stop. You can't name this award after him. God. Uh. He'll be fine. It's gonna be okay. It's getting, getting morbid in here. Let's uh, let's go on and move on to NFL. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna get that award. It's gonna they, be cool. They gotta name this. Uh, what was his name? Brian. 
uh, what was his name? From Should Brian's I... song? Yeah. I don't remember his last name. I just remember because he wasn't the good one. The good one was, uh, what's his name? The running back. Uh, uh, that is such an old story. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers. Okay. Gail Sayers, thank you. Boom. Yeah, because Gail Sayers is a Hall of Famer. He's a legit. He's legit, legit. Oh, yeah. No blind side. Oh. Strong side. Talking about the the blind side again. No, I was talking about how the blind side is a movie that is bad for a lot of reasons, but it's bad because it overhypes a guy who. It's like. What did what else is Michael Orr's career notable for? Uh, not sure. I mean, how many? He, he went to a Pro Bowl. He went to a few Pro Bowls, though. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. You're just, it's it's hard to be notable as a career as a notable for. Yeah, you have to all, be like all pro teams. All pro teams. How many all yeah. pro teams you rack up? I don't think he racked up any all pro teams. Uh, yeah. Let's you see those Zach Martin or... numbers. You know what? He has the Super Bowl, so you know that's, that's true. That's, that's true. That's true. Anyway, I'll uh, take that. I'd like one of those. Yes, Zach Martin would like one of those. I think I think everybody's fan base would like one of those. I'm fucking loving the coach. Okay, so can can we go to Coach of the Year? Is that a? Or do you do want? You have it, a plan? Yeah, we could. No, no, we there. There is no plan. Okay. Though I look like a man with a plan. Well, you asked me to do an MVP last, and on DraftKings, it goes comeback, coach, defensive rookie, offensive rookie, defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, then MVP. So it kind of works. All right. So now let's go ahead and just do a coach of the year then. All right. Uh, I don't have that right in front of me. So if you want to list it off real quick. I got mine. Uh, Go ahead, Becky. This one shows Dan Campbell to be the favorite at 8,500, but then Sean Payton at 900. Um, okay. Eberflus is an interesting one. I like Eberflus, and I like I like the way the Bulls or Bulls, the Bears are kind of uh, building towards. Although maybe this year would be tough to see them jump that much. Ain't happening. Uh, Arthur Smith has an interesting opportunity with his division, but their team's got a lot of interesting problems. Robert Sala is pro- actually. I think Robert Sala. I would go Robert Sala. That's what I'm going to go with. Because he's got he's, the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. That's, the team that's, was is already that good. Is it going to hurt him? Is it going to hurt him having Aaron If they Rodgers? win a lot of games. If they win a lot of games, I don't think it will. Like, if they win a lot, a lot of games, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah but that's a that's an if, right? Because that's... I mean, uh, who's, who's... So, it's Buffalo? Uh, Miami? Okay, we don't know what Miami really is. In New England, maybe you want to trust that shit, but New England doesn't have a lot of talent. Yes, I mean, you no, have I Buffalo and Miami. I don't, as, I don't expect New done. England to win any of those games, but I also don't expect them to lose. That's their yeah. step down from where they used to be. So Worth I think as long as the Jets... Okay, so let's just... Going off of the, the people ahead of Robert Sala, right? Which is Matt Eberflus, Arthur Smith, Sean Payton, Dan Campbell. All of those guys uh, in the NFC... Oh, well, I guess Sean Payton's in the, with the Broncos. That's right. I, I look at Robert Sala, I'm like, as long as the Jets can, like eke out 11 wins, and then I could see him getting coach of the year. I could see that happening. Sean Payton, like, he's taking over a, a semi-talented roster, a, a decent roster. Uh, that just did not Weird. live up to expectations. No quarterback, yeah. The floor yeah. has the same odds as Sala. <laughs> Wait, uh, Brian Flores? No, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. Oh, Matt LaFleur. Which... Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> I I have Tomlin and Eberflus all with the same odds as them as well on mine. But yeah, this one doesn't have that. This one so, has uh, Tomlin a little bit further down. So what? Some of the things to just uh, take into consideration when uh, Coach of the Year is kind of uh, oh, I hand it out right. It usually goes to like the first time or really brand new coaches or coaches who have brand new quarterbacks, right? And there's like a remarkable turnaround. So just based off of that. Robert Salas seems like a shoe-in. Dan Campbell, I mean, there's so much hype for the Lions this season that I just don't see him getting the award. It like, if they do well, either. yeah, because if they do well, it was expected. And if they do bad, it's just another disappointing Lions team. So, yeah, but I think if, you, if, if, you the Lions, the... if the Lions win the division, he's getting coach of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's, whole, if he actually pulls that off, thing. yeah. The yeah, one that, I, I, you know, keep going, keep going. But I got to defend my boy just, or I got to at least hit, hit, talk the case out for I my think, boy. I think, o, yeah. I feel like O'Connell right there at plus 3,000 when I'm looking at it's not a bad bet, but. what? Yeah, it, I guess it's an issue of what's like, changed about the Vikings from here to last year. Yeah. Or if I had to go off of defense. anything. Maybe this it, defense, you know. Yeah, if I'm going off of any of these, right, just me personally, I'm looking at who the favorites are, and I'm like, all right, I want to go against the grain. I'm putting my money down on Shane Steichen at plus 2,500. It's a weak division. Colts. No, I don't think they went. Listen, all they have in front of them is the Jags. It's a good team, right? But if something happens to Trevor Lawrence, they're, they're done. That's, that, it, there's just, there's not going to be, Backup quarterback magic between them and Doug Peterson again. Like, between Doug Peterson and whoever the backup is in Jacksonville. So, with that said, you have Houston, you have Houston, and then you have Tennessee. Two teams on the decline. Or, well, Houston's always been on the decline, but Tennessee especially. Shane Steichen, you know, if he can, if he can make something out of Anthony Richardson's running ability, that rocket arm, and if they can get Jonathan Taylor in the building, it's not a terrible roster. Get them to nine wins. I think he, he'll he'll like he'll put up a fight for coach of the year. It's a big if. And again, this that's is like my a, dark horse path. candidate. That's my dark horse candidate. I think I have more faith in him at plus twenty five hundred than I have D'Amico Ryan's at plus twenty five hundred, or Dennis Allen at plus twenty five hundred. Mike McDaniel. It's like it's too late for that guy to win coach of the year. Last year would have been the year. Since nobody saw the Miami Dolphins, be coach the, of the year if you keep putting your quarterback out there to get murdered. Yeah, that too. Like, yeah, I'm I'm good on that. Uh, so yeah, for me, that's my bet. That's that's my dark horse bet. But if I had to go with one of the favorites, I guess I'm I'm putting I'm putting Robert Solid there. I don't I, I don't believe in the Mike Falcons McDaniel. in Arthur Smith or the Broncos or Dan Campbell. Yeah, Mike McDaniel, obviously for the same reason uh, for that. I would division. say, like, like, with Campbell, yeah, if he can win that division, I think you give it to him. If he can beat the Jets and the Bills and the Pats for that division, for sure you'd give it to him. I would say there is an interesting bet you could make. I'm pretty sure you have to be a Cowboys fan to do it, in a delusional, like a spe- specifically delusional one. But I do think that having McCarthy all the way down at the bottom here with Bowles, Reed, and McDermott, is where he's at in my group. Um, yeah, plus four thousand. <clears throat> I don't. I get it. Is kind of it makes sense for a lot of reasons, but 
just to play a little devil's advocate on my guy here, why I think he should at least be at least like in the 3,000 odds. The, this this is pretty much make or break for McCarthy as far as changing his impression of the team, right? So offensively, if this team shines, if Dak shines, um, McCarthy will probably get a lot of the praise. And if they win a lot of games because of it, you know what I mean? That that path kind of makes it easier for him to win coach of the year. It's just, And you would be talking about three straight years of like actual 10-plus win Cowboys. Like That would be breaking that, a decade that's streak. That's problem, though. That's not how you win coach of the year. Yeah, yeah, but again, this would be him taking over the offense. This would be him taking over the offense. Is the only reason I'm even making the argument he should have a little bit more on there. It's because if it works, he gets the credit, right? Obviously, if it doesn't, it's honestly the the only way I see him and anybody who has like a Super Bowl contender, yeah, go undefeated. That's That's fair. Yeah, I mean that that'll do it. It's just the bars. (laughs) The bars too high. I mean, you know. I agree. For him to go I agree. Above, above the ball for them outside let, of let, Let's say this. Let's say, for example, let's say Dak goes down for, you know, heaven forbid he goes down, but like he's, he's out for the season, right? And oh, then he done. manages. Nope, but he nope, manages to. Uh, nope, no, no, let me, let me, let me finish nope, the sentence. Nope. Cooper Rush is worse than ever. Will Greer's a fucking shit show. But let's we're, just say, for fucked. example, he manages to get an 11 win team out of that, right? And a playoff spot. That's a miracle work, and that's worth consideration for Coach of the Year. Nah, he better fucking that. win that award if they do that. No, <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's one that's another way that's another avenue for him to win it. Don't think they will. Uh, don't think he, they'll face that problem. Or matter of fact, I don't think he'll win Coach of the Year. Period. Uh, unless they go undefeated, which is so uh, difficult because we've only seen two teams do it. Well, we us three we've seen a team go undefeated in the regular season. And then the people before, uh, you know, fathers and grandfathers, they've seen the 72 Dolphins. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, I know against plumbers. <laughs> plumbers. Yeah. So, Patrick, do you have a selection? Did, did you pick anybody? Um, let me go back. Uh, I think that the smartest choice. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough because it does all depend on which quarterbacks play well this year, which is fair for almost every award. Um, yep. I, I, I don't know. It's pass. Boo! Somebody boo this man. You, you should go Eberflus. Be nice I to your division rival. I absolutely would not. Um, no, I wouldn't think he would win. You said Mike McDaniel earlier. Maybe we have to marry you to that. Yeah, Mike McDaniel would be a good one. But that's all, like, the same as Dan Campbell. It would be, like, if he wins this division. That's the problem with Coach of the Year. It depends on stuff that I can't predict. That'll be tough, too, to win that division. That's the same uh, for every award. Don't don't let me get away with that generic statement. Uh, It's all based on stuff I can't predict. Um... Yeah, if I had to throw money on it, I'll just I'll go ahead and say Mike McDaniel. We got Mike McDaniel for Patrick. Bethke, you got Yeah, I went Sala. I'll go Sala. Got Sala. All right. And then I'm going Dark Horse Canada here with Shane Steichen, baby. Now, I am gonna keep record of uh, our 
our predictions here just uh, to see how we do at the end of the season. I don't know how I'm going to predict the next one. I just know I'm not picking one player or two players. I mean, that's that's fair. So let me write that. Let me get this jotted down real quick. Because, I, I mean, I just don't watch college football anymore. <laughs> like, I just I, – and honestly, I think uh, one of these awards, uh, rookie awards, is pretty easy, too. You know, oh, health, oh, yeah. Health that is one, hard to predict, but – That's – uh, that one's pretty much an obvious one. Actually, we can go ahead and go to the obvious one. Let's go Offense. to defense. Offensive player, or offensive rookie of the year, and it should be it should be said that the overwhelming favorite, without even having to look look at the odds, it's gonna be our boy from Texas, Bethke's boy from Texas, the running back, the one, the only. His name's escaping my mind. I don't know why. Help me out here. Bijan Robinson. Bijan. Bijan Mustard. Just got a commercial account. Yeah, and he has a, a mustard line, I think. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, that's what I said. That. He's got a. He just dropped a commercial. He dropped. Oh, they dropped a commercial for that brand already. Yeah, yeah. good for him. He's got but some yeah, Bijan's Dijon. Bijan's Dijon. So yeah, he. I, I honestly, I don't. I don't think it's it's even close on this guy. It, it has to be him. There's a couple. Right? I mean, it's like you. You could. You could go court. Quarterback, because quarterback is a very popular choice. Who ended up uh, drafting Jamar Gibbs? The Lions. So, oh, that's another good one. So maybe if they if they use him properly, but that's a that's a big if in and of itself, right? I, yeah, I actually think that would be a. I think I might even be so, able to talk to that. That's a good bet, given that everyone's going to go with Bajan. So what we have here, uh, Bijan, uh, here on DraftKings, right? He's plus two seven, uh, plus two seventy five. The next best, or the next, yeah, the next best odds belong to Bryce Young at plus five hundred. Makes sense. Uh, he is already the he's already been named the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Anthony Richardson with the Colts is next, plus six hundred. C.J. Stroud plus eight fifty. Jameer Gibbs, running back from the Lions, plus 1,000. Then you have Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think that's a really good one. He uh, just fractured his hand, though. Yeah. If Oh, did he? I, I've not been keeping up with the preseason. I think I saw that on the TL today. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. And then you have, do you have Fever, Jordan Addison. Yeah, I was going to say, where do you have Jordan? I kind of was looking okay. at Jordan Addison, too, but That'd be a, I don't know. That'd That's be a hard. good Not- one, especially with with Jefferson pulling a lot of the the coverage. Yeah, but, that's 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 an. Well, but yeah, quarterbacks are always going to have the yeah. advantage. Yeah, well, I feel like running back has the advantage in rookie of the year because they don't have the turnover stats against them. As the problem they have is the Atlanta. Yeah, but Atlanta's going to need him if they're going to do anything. And the same with Gibbs. I think Gibbs and Robinson are both high usage rookies. Yeah, Sean Robinson's going in there, and he's automatic. Who's got Zay Flowers? Zay Flowers, I think he's on the Raiders. Oh no, never mind. I like the talent. I don't like the team. No, sorry, sorry. I I was mistaken. He is a he's a Raven. Oh, I kind of like that a lot, actually. Yeah, but it is a brand new offense, a uh, new offensive system. So 
it's going to take some time for Lamar Jackson and then the rest of the offense who is already more like all the veterans to, uh, I also, I don't hate Quentin Johnson and, and with the chargers, given that I think that Helen Moore is going to act like a fucking lunatic with his play calling this year. Absolutely. Yeah. If you guys, if, if I were to tell anybody, Hey, listen to me and place your money on this particular rookie. Honestly, I'm, uh, and you're not going with Bijan Robinson or one of the quarterbacks. Honestly, I think I'm going to go with Jameer Gibbs. He was a, he's a, he was a threat in Alabama in the run game in the past game. If anything, I think the Lions are going to want to make use of the running backs like they did last season. Uh, try to get the ball out quickly. You don't want... Um, uh, you, you just don't want to cause any... or You don't, you don't want to be risky with your play calling, especially when you have so much on the line this season, as the Lions do. So, Jameer Gibbs might be a safe bet. If you are going against the grain, and you're trying to make a little bit of bang for your buck at plus 1,000. But that's not my personal choice. I'm going with house money. Give me Bajon Robinson. Yeah, I'm going Bajon too. Um, and I'll quickly pass off. But first, I'm seeing ten plus ten thousand for my Deuce Deuce. I don't know. I had to put a little money on the Deuce Deuce this year. Tony Pollard, a little hurt. We didn't. We didn't sign anybody. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, this yeah. is the time for me to get caught up in the hype. But that's that's it. That's the end for the hype. Patrick? No hype, just facts. Jordan Addison, put it down. I like oh, man. that. I like oh, that. Oh. Go with your boy. I, I really did look at Jordan Addison a lot, and I was like, I kind of like that. But There's value there for sure. Yeah. Just where I just, he's slotted. I would rather take the running backs, those two running backs. But if I was being dead ass, I think... Uh, Addison is is the interesting player and quarterback is a crapshoot. <laughs> it's like if you can promise me any of these guys is going to throw less than fifteen interceptions, and I might be with you, but that's probably not going to happen. So but, I mean, we've we've seen uh, shaky quarterback play win the awards. True, regardless. true. Uh, I agree, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I just I, I feel like have the advantage. I feel like the turnovers could be high with all three of those guys. So we'll that see. is. We'll see. Let's go on and move on to a, a harder to predict award, and that's defensive rookie of the year. Probably has Ooh. a weird history too. Is now I, if I remember correctly, I think the last uh, seven of the last ten have been defensive linemen or edge rushers specifically. That's so, what I was about to say. Will Anderson's the favorite, and that's probably why. Yeah, Will Anderson is indeed the favorite for this one. Uh, I got. Will Anderson plus three fifty, Jalen Carter from the Eagles at plus five fifty. That's that's even harder to predict as a defensive tackle to win the defensive rookie of the year. I don't. I think the only one that's ever done it was Ndamukong Sue, and I might even be mistaken on that. Yeah, and uh, character concerns. You got to watch out for those. Uh, I don't want to hear this from a Cowboys fan. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm you know we're not the ones over here. Uh, what what were the Eagles doing? Eagles are being dirty at the cheap shotting people and starting fights. Um, that was a long time ago. No, that's not what the that's not what the tw- Twitter streets were saying this week. Jason Aaron Kelsey Donald. was being a scumbag. 
Uh, you Aaron know what? Donald He's got it, it in 2014. Aaron, is that the last DT? Yeah, tackle, that's the last yeah. defensive tackle. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Ndamukong Kong soon 2010, uh, and then Aaron Donald for the Rams when they were in St. Louis in 2014 as defensive tackles. Everybody else, let's see. Last year's winner, Sauce Gardner, Michael Parsons in 2021, Chase Young in 2020, Nick Bosa 2019, Darius Leonard. Weirdly enough, all right. Shaq, uh, from the Colts, Shaq Leonard, and then you have Shaq Marshawn Lattimore. Am I wrong? I think that's what yeah. they call him. Uh, I don't yeah. know what it is. I just know you're talking about the Colts guy. You said you said Darius. Yeah, well, that's Darius what they have. Shaq it. Leonard. I never I never knew his first name was Darius. Sorry. You good? Uh, Joey Bosa uh, for the Chargers in 2016. Marcus Peters. So it's been it's been interchanged between cornerbacks uh, and D and pass rushers essentially. And then Darius Leonard's the one off ball linebacker, true off ball linebacker, uh, to win the award uh, since Luke Kuechly did it in 2012. And we should note that the obvious clear favorite went down with an injury this past week. So that's why the odds are also a little weird. Yeah, we have, uh, let's see, we have what, Will? So but next the... year, they'll still be available. So next year, the Marvion over Sean Rookie of the Year campaign. Get it started, folks. I really thought you were telling me that the obvious Will Anderson got hurt because I don't pay attention to preseason. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So, uh, over Sean, RIP your chances of winning the award this year. Uh, all right, red shirt, buddy. Learn, learn, learn more about the game. Get a little more muscle. Y'all, y'all don't know about Demarvion yet. Let the Eagles have one more year of this little joke off thing, and then when all their old guys retire, and it's just the uh, the quarterback. There we go. Listen, that that offensive line is younger than you think it is. Uh, but either way, here we go. So Will Anderson uh, on DraftKings is plus four hundred. Jalen Carter plus seven hundred. Uh, and we'll just go off DraftKings for, on on this particular run. Uh, Tyree Wilson of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, weirdly enough, I he is Oakland Raiders. God damn it, I did it again. The Las Vegas Raiders, a uh, plus one thousand. That's so that's surprising. Uh, he's I mean, most of these dudes' names, to be honest. Devin Witherspoon of the that's Seattle how I felt too. Yeah, Seattle Seahawks. Man, this guy. Uh, he's a good. He's a good corner. Uh, but it's it's just so hard for me to think of a corner winning the award. I mean, last year we had a a Seattle Seahawk lead the. He was tied last year. The, last year, a corner did corner, win the award. Last year was a corner, but it was Sauce Gardner, and that's just yeah, it was Sauce Gardner. No, 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 what I was gonna say was the Seattle Seahawks had a rookie corner Honestly, who was leading the league. Gonzalez. Uh, hmm? Gonzalez could work. Gonzalez could work because he's uh, in uh, New England, right? Yes, he is in New England, and you're under Bill Belichick, and that is a strong secondary. Uh, they might honestly have the best second, the best corner tandem in or trio in in the NFL. So that could be something to look out for, maybe possibly if you if you're looking for a dark horse. But yeah, Tyron Woodley, I believe last year, I think at one point had like six six interceptions, tied with uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson and. Did not have a lot of, um, he didn't have a lot of buzz for the award. A lot of this really comes down to, were you a first-round pick, right? Were you a first-round pick? Do you have name recognition? 
I'm looking at this, and the biggest names are Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, probably Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Lucas Van Ness, although I don't think he's going to do well. Jack Campbell for the Lions. I mean, that's not a good defense. He's an off-ball linebacker. You rack up those tackle numbers. People think you did something. Joey Porter Jr., that's a big name. He has odds at plus 2,500. I don't even know if he'll be starting for the Steelers. Uh, but that is that is something. B.J. Ojolari, that's a name. Uh, but he's playing for, you know, the Cardinals, so probably not. not gonna right, be but what great. about any t- uh I can't even pronounce it. Adiba Ware? Which one are you looking at? Adiba Ware. I think so. Adi Timoa. Adi Timoa. Adi Timoa. Adi Timoa. Adi Timoa. Adi Timoa. And then what? Adi Timoa. Oh, wow. Yes. Big odds. Okay. Yes. I'm just waiting. You know what I mean? Throwing names out. You're talking about names. What about Travis yeah. Hodges Tomlinson? Okay. I'm just talking about or names Henry that might Toe, be known. Toe. I'm just talking about names that might be known, you know? Uh, so I don't know about him. Uh, yeah, on this one, this is a tough to predict award. So I think this one, we should all just kind of go with our gut feeling on this. I she didn't say Mozzie Smith. Uh, you mean a, a defensive tackle that is expected oh, to be oh, a nose? Are you going to pick a nose? Are you going to pick a nose tackle? I'm, I'm not going to pick a nose tackle. Why would I pick a nose tackle? Who would I think pick I'm a nose going tackle rookie of the year? I, I think I'm going Christian Gonzalez. Okay, I thought you were about to go and pick a nose tackle. I don't All know, right, we got. Muzzy looks awful. I love it. We'll see how it goes, but it's not not preseason. Is not. Not showing you that that's that's the bet you want to make. All right, I got you. Knocked, I got you written down for Christian Gonzalez. Patrick, who are you going with? Kalijah Cansey. Kalijah. Oh, that would piss me oh. off. That would piss me off because that's the one that that's going, who I guess the Cowboys could have gotten, but didn't. Kalijah Cansey. Who did he play for? Uh, Pittsburgh. No, who, or who is he going to play for? Oh, oh, the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he was a late first, if I'm not mistaken, he was a late first round pick. I just know that he was mocked with Mozzie around that same area, and they went with Mozzie for whatever uh, reasons. And pick 19. Cansey was, was, uh, was somebody they liked, but I heard a lot of like things that people were getting lost and carried away because he looked too much like Aaron Donald but wasn't really Aaron Donald and my good shit so yeah he, he's he has he's a smaller player than Aaron Donald uh and didn't 61280 yeah and and when I mean small I mean like lengthwise and also Aaron Donald is like an exception to the rule of right of lengthy pass rushers from the interior so if Kalaji Kansi can pull it off then good on him and good on Patrick but uh, uh, on this one, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and assume that for whatever reason, a linebacker breaks the trend, an off-ball linebacker wins an award again. I'm going to go with Jack Campbell at plus 2,000. Because I don't want to jinx my boy Jalen Carter. All right, so we have Coach of the Year. Offensive and defensive 
uh, rookies of the year. Let's go on and move on to the vets for these awards. Gentlemen, do we want to go offensive player or defensive player of the year? Or do because these uh these look pretty, choice. pretty close. All right. Let's go with the one that might be uh might might be a little tough to predict on this one. Uh just because of the odds right here. Vegas is telling me that Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Sauce Gardner, and Max Crosby all have reasonable odds to be the defensive player of the year. So let's look at this. All right. First of all, let's look at the last uh, last three years. Or yeah, the last three years, right? Defensive player of the award, uh, defensive player of the year winners. We have Nick Bosa, won it in 2022. TJ Watt, and hold on. Vegas Insider here has listed Chase Young as the winner of the award in 2020. Is that right? Mm-hmm. He won that. He won that. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. COVID year. Really? I didn't remember that either. I didn't remember I, that. At didn't all. they sneak into the playoffs that year and like Taylor Heineke had to start against Tom Brady or some stupid crap like that? I don't remember exactly. I do. I, I do know of, what my team I might was be doing that year, and it wasn't stuff. going to the playoffs. So we're gonna Google this real quick. No, it was Aaron Donald. I don't know why Vegas or. Vegas Insider has it listed as Chase Young, other other than it might be an error. I was going yeah. with it. Yeah, like that didn't make any sense. But yeah, so we got Aaron Donald, one in twenty twenty. So pass rush, pass rush is definitely the key to winning this award. So let's go ahead and look at the odds on this one. Honestly, I think it's it's about time we we uh, we give it to. To Miles Garrett, I think he's finally gonna get it. He's oh. been really, really good. I know that he's on a bad team, but the man consistently has been consistently one of the most dominating defensive linemen in the game. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and put my money down on him. But this is a discussion, gentlemen. I want to hear your predictions on this. That's uh, real quick. Chase Young was the rookie defensive of the year in 2020. Nice. They just fucked it up. Um, honestly, I love that Micah starts off as the favorite, but unfortunately, I think he's probably the biggest victim of uh, the overshining injury at this point uh, because they're probably going to mean that probably means more snaps at linebacker again. So, um, I would guess that that's probably going to do the same damage it did to him last year, unless one of these kids steps up, or I think they just moved Marquise Bell over to playing safety and linebacker to to fill the void. So unless somebody steps up at this point and provides some of the athleticism that we were hoping Overshawn would give us, I'm guessing Micah's probably going to have to do that job again. So I... Don't suspect Micah will be able to pull it off. Um, at least he's got significant uh, roster issues there. Nick Bosa is probably a pretty pretty good bet to go back to back because they're going to be hella good. I like Sauce Gardner a lot. Um, Max Crosby also is no slouch. Um, so that's an interesting group. Interesting, interesting group. Um, 
I think I'd go Miles Garrett too, though. I'm going to go Miles because I think you're right. I think that there's also a make or break part of the thing with Cleveland this year too. It feels like I don't know how much you can blow it up, but I feel like he's been there long enough. They've put enough talent around him. I don't know that he's going to be as nice about it as Joe Thomas was. Um, so yeah, I find I feel like it's got to be Miles Garrett. I feel like everyone in Cleveland has to understand that they have to like not be completely shitty again, or else. It could be a complete ejecto seto button because on that whole franchise. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. This is this is make or break in a lot of different ways for that team, uh, for a lot of those players, coaches. Uh, and unfortunately, they're all unfortunately for them. It's all kind of dependent upon the uh, Sean Watson, really. But if Miles Garrett has anything to say about it, he's going to try to win some games single handedly if he can. Uh, Patrick, what are your uh, what are your odd, uh, thoughts on this? I can't believe I I can't believe it's even a discussion. This is this is Mike Parsons' award. He's he's already won it. Um, I think they learned. I think Dan Quinn learned last year about about how to not spread him too thin. I think he knows he did that, and I don't think he's going to do that to him again. Um, I, it's I, a matter I, of the bodies, man. I, they they I, the depth I, of the linebacker is not looking ideal. Just watching that guy, uh, I I would put money on him to win every year for probably the next like four or five years, uh, at least. I agree. He's, I agree. He's a freak. And I wouldn't ever want him to know that I bet against him. Well, trust me, I, Micah, I'm betting against you, but it's not because of you. It's because, yet again, yeah, I, <laughs> we're sitting I mean, I bet, here. I bet, on him, I bet on him last year, and I firmly stand on it. I, I would... Yeah, he should have won I mean, last year, uh, but ultimately that team was thin, and they he they spread him thin, and that it was enough for Nick Bosa yeah, to do yeah. it. All of his all of his big stuff was at the beginning of the year, which is annoying, but Listen, it's fine. It makes, hey, he'll it, get it one. He will most likely get one. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, I believe that Nick Bosa's numbers really hollow. Because somebody did an in-depth look at those sack numbers, and a lot of them came in garbage time against bad teams. So, should have hey, been Mike's last year. I, I don't sack, care. I worry about my Sack's dudes. a bad number. Sack's, a sack is absolutely a bad number to go by. There's but it is a number that voters go by. Yeah, pressures uh, and hurries are so much nicer in the modern age. Yeah, but the sack is the number that I think the general public cares about for the most part, and a lot of these voters also take that into account. Whether they should or shouldn't. It's shifting, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there's still it is still heavily that side. Yeah. So as long as it's a it's and plus it's what a lot of these guys get paid on anyway, right? So the, I think for a lot of the players they care about that too. So right now we have uh two votes for Garrett, one for Parsons. Let's go ahead and move on to offensive player of the year. Or rather, I like to think of this award, guys. As the you're not the quarterback, uh, so here you go. So this is like the running back, receiver, tight end award. Because, I mean, they're not going to give it to a quarterback, right? For the most part, it'd be really weird for them to give it to a quarterback and then give the MVP to a non-quarterback. I don't think we've seen that in a long time. So let's just go ahead and look at uh, who we have here on the docket. Patty Mahomes in eighteen. And then it, there was kind of a lot of them for a while there. Yeah. 
but the last four years, it's been three receivers and a running back. Yeah, so it, it's really tough to be anything else other than, like you said, three receivers and a running back, right? Like, oof. Yeah, that's just the last four years, so you could also say that a quarterback is due. Um, I actually think I'm going to go ahead and put Lamar Jackson um, in this cat because there's been plenty of years where it's MVP and Offensive Player of the Year are the same player, right? I'll have to look that. Up, oh, I don't think the NFL has a problem with that. I think what Cam Newton was an offensive player of the year, but he, oh, but he won MVP in 2015, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Mahomes was 18 player of the year and MVP. Yeah, yeah, it just seems odd that you could be MVP and not be either one offensive yeah, or defensive true. player of the year. And I think in Madden it only works that way. Actually, I don't think they. I think the game actually doesn't even read it as any other way. Um. So yeah, I would. I'm going Lamar Jackson here. You're going Lamar Jackson, but that's not going to be your vote for MVP, is it? It might be. I don't know. It might be. All right. Uh, let's see. I am on BetMGM for this one. So the current odds on BetMGM have Jamar Chase as the odds-on favorite at plus one thousand. Yeah, that's why. Uh, you have Justin Jefferson at plus yeah. thirteen hundred. Christian Did McCaffrey. I like McCaffrey a lot, but the motherfucker can't stay healthy. It's a perfect fucking team for him, though. You have to admit that, Patrick. It's a perfect team, but it's just this man's body. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. But that's such a perfect team, dude. If if they get 17 out of him, he's winning that shit. All right. I am willing to go really off the beaten path here. This Jamar Chase? Justin Jefferson, amazing players, two of the best at their position. Justin Jefferson, arguably the best receiver in the in the league right now. I don't think he's winning the award. He's he's gonna have to do something even more spectacular this season to win it. And I don't know. I mean, how how much further can he go? Uh, set wise, is he pushing for two thousand yards this season? If he does. Easily, easy. That that word, hands down, should go to him. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put some money on Aaron Rodgers' new favorite target, Garrett Wilson from the Jets. I want. I want to go with the dark horse here. He's at plus twenty five hundred to win the award. Ahead of it, he's tied with Ceedee Lamb for odds wise. Uh, behind Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey. I look at that receiving room, and it's not, like, immaculate. I could see Aaron Rodgers just spamming the Garrett Wilson button all the way to a Pro Bowl season for the guy. Absolute, just wild numbers for a Jets receiver. That's where my money's going to go. You don't want it to Trey Lance at ten thousand. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. Unless unless he converts positions and then immediately becomes the best at that position. No, I've got a bit of a long shot for you that I think could be interesting. It's a guy that we actually discussed on uh, an earlier award potentially. Uh, Calvin Ridley with Trevor oh. Lawrence throwing to him. Uh, I'm really interested in what that might be. 
Ooh, at plus six thousand. Okay. Yeah, is that is that? Yeah, your pick? it's a long shot. Yeah, that would be my hey, pick. Everybody, everybody I'm should taking have a, a long shot. Taking though. a risk. Yeah, I like Only that. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's he's plus ten thousand with uh, DraftKings. Same odds as. Uh, yeah, I have him at plus eight. Same same odds as Trey Lance and Amari Cooper. All right, so we have Lamar for Basky, Alvin Ridley for Patrick, Garrett Wilson. Got Trevor for Lawrence throwing two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, if you That's really want to, if you really wanted to go, what's uh, Super fun. Dark Horse? What's the uh, what are the betting odds for for Deuce Deuce? I'll see him over. Oh, not on, but he'd be offensive or rookie of the year, right? I don't think they would have him odds on. You can this do. Run. You can. Yeah, they, they can do. They do. Up. Calvin or uh, Bijan's definitely listed. Um, oh yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, he hey, so you, you can get Zeke. Both. You can get Zeke at thirteen thousand. Woo! Yeah, no. Um, I'm good on that. Uh, unless, unless you're giving me 2016 Zeke. Uh, I'm good. Even if you did, the Patriots would only use them about a third of the time, anyways. So it's <laughs> yeah, that's true. The rotation they just don't. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I was trying to think. Hey, bro, why is Blaine Gabbert listed as the odds on MVP? I'm sorry, I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I'm ahead. Wait, Blaine Gabbert has odds. Why did he even write that? Where, where is he even playing gotta, right now? Bro, I got Davis Mills odds. I got Bailey Zappi odds. Yeah, I mean, if you're... They'll take any motherfucker's money if he's just giving it away. I'm going Andy Dalton, MVP. You want to go with the Red Rocket? (laughs) I'm sorry, I stepped on it. I just did. I did not expect to see those names on that list. Which is fair. And let's go ahead and move on to MVP, gentlemen. Before we all we go on and finish this off strong with some fight club. So Patrick Mahomes is the odds on favorite at plus six hundred. I think that's the most boring bet. I mean, it could happen. Let's be real. Uh, he's the best player at the most important position. Is what it is. Uh, unless the Burrow Chiefs also likely to miss some time. Yeah, Joe Burrow's likely to miss some time. Uh, so he's already behind the eight ball on that one. Josh Allen, um, honestly, I think the 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 ship has sailed on him winning an MVP. Not on like championship odds or anything like that. I just think we've seen what he looks like at his peak. And as long as somebody like, <laughs> and I'm, I, I think that's he's no, pretty young he's, still. He's pretty young still. Yes, his team's pretty just, good. It seems pretty good, but he has he he has the Chiefs in front of him. That's that's the problem, right? And speaking of having the Chiefs Maybe. in front of him, Justin Herbert has plus twelve hundred odds. I don't know, man. I don't I don't see it with I don't see it with uh, Josh Allen or Justin Herbert this year. I don't see it with Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is gonna he is going to be kind of uh, brought down by all the hype that's surrounding him and the Eagles this season. He's going to really have to take a step forward. I'm talking about 4,000 yards passing, 600, 700 yards rushing, over 40 touchdowns combined for him to get a shot at this award. And I just don't see him putting up those numbers. 
Not that he can't put up those numbers. I just don't see it. Uh, he'll put up some respectable numbers, maybe something a lot uh, similar to last year's uh, performance. But, I mean, last year he was the runner-up. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily like it was a close race either. So uh, Jalen Hurts at plus 1,100 on DraftKings. I'm not, I'm not going to take that bet. Lamar Jackson, a former MVP, plus 1,500. He has missed, what, five games each of the last two seasons? He's coming in with a better receiving core than he's probably ever had. He's coming in with a new offensive coordinator. So there may be potential for him to put up numbers that he hasn't put up before. You know, 4,000 yards passing, over 30-plus uh, touchdowns through the air, maybe even hit that 40 mark. He he could challenge for that, but I just think it's going to be a rough transition period at the start of the season, and it may set him back. So then you have Aaron Rodgers, plus 1,600 of the Jets. Nah. I just I saw Aaron Rodgers last season. We all saw Aaron Rodgers last season. Like I just I I don't know how much he he still has left in the tank to be elite Aaron Rodgers. I think he has that in the tank for a couple games here and there. Just not for the full season. Last season I'm just like that I don't know what that was, but that wasn't great. Here who is who I think I'll put my money on, fellas. I think I'm gonna put my money if I had to Pick somebody to challenge Patrick Mahomes. You need some new blood in the race. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence at the Jags. Everything just seems like this is shaping up for the Jags to really take the league by storm this season. Trevor Lawrence has a legitimate threat at number one wide receiver with Calvin Ridley coming back. He has Doug Peterson, a Super Bowl winning head coach, a great offensive mind, leading the way. This is year two in the system. And it's a winnable division. There is really no threat in that division. So if he comes in, if that team wins like 13 games, he puts up well over 4,000 yards. He's challenging for 35, 40 touchdowns through the air. I think the voters might have like, and this might work in the favor of Trevor Lawrence, Mahomes fatigue a little bit. This could work. I could I could see it happen. I That... He's not he's not like a big dark horse, but he's not exactly a favorite to win. But I think smart money says Trevor Lawrence at plus fifteen hundred on DraftKings. That's a bold choice. I like it. Um I'm proud of you for not being a homer, even though I wonder if you're just trying not to jinx any of your players, which I also respect. Um Little Column A, little column B. <clears throat> I also will say that I had to scroll down quite a bit to get to a non-quarterback MVP odds. I know that doesn't surprise you. Nope. But I wanted to point- I just wanted to say this out loud because it's 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 really sad if we're being honest. Christian McCaffrey and Cooper Cup are the first names I see on my list. And they are directly behind Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Bro, that lets you know what Vegas thinks of the award. MVP no longer means most valuable player. It's just most valuable passer. That's behind Trey Lance and Jordan Love. Which, yeah, they need to fix those odds. You know what's funny? I'm looking at the VegasInsider.com website, and Trey Lance's photo 
if you look at it from the desktop, it's just his teeth. It's just a picture of his teeth. Matt Ryan, who's not even in the league, has odds listed, plus 8,000. There's no photo of him. So, yeah, not a, not a great look for uh, skill, skill position players. It's a tough one. Um, I my I had an MVP in my head and then I lost it. Oh yeah, you, you Josh Allen's my pick. Yeah, you already did it. You you jinxed it, so I'm I'm gonna capitalize on that. All right, we got we got Josh Allen in this one. Although it is a fun time for me to see everyone try to convince me that I'm about to watch Dak Prescott be an MVP. No, no further comment. Just enjoying it. Heard. If it happens, fuck yeah. Got no it. further comment. All right, Patrick, it's time for you to tell me why Kirk Cousins is the MVP. <laughs> I actually thought I was going to have to do a lot of explaining on my Trevor Lawrence pick, but apparently we were oh, uh, of the same level. No! Two Trevor Lawrences. There we go. A lot of that. And you did, you did bring up the main reason that I think uh, is that they've got two games against Houston, two games against Indianapolis, and two games against Tennessee, which, you know, that's really helpful. Uh, and if he just progresses the way that it looks like he might, then that could be dangerous for everybody. They could be a sneaky team, Jacksonville. They were already kind of a sneaky team last season, especially down the stretch, and uh, they're just it just seems like a team on the rise. So, Glad, glad that you saw it my way on that one. Gentlemen, I'm going to run down uh, a recap of all of our picks. So, we're going from Coach of the Year all the way through MVP. Uh, I had uh, Steichen, uh, Shane Steichen of the Colts for Coach of the Year. Uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Bijan Robinson, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Jack Campbell of the Lions. Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett for the Browns. Offensive Player of the Year, Garrett Wilson and then of the Jets. And then I had Trevor Lawrence of the Jags. Patrick, you had Mike McDaniel of the Dolphins for Coach of the Year. Jordan Addison of your Minnesota Vikings uh, for Rookie of the Year on offense. Kalaja Kansi from the Bucks on defense. Micah Parsons as your Defensive Player of the Rookie of the Year. Calvin Ridley as your offensive player of the year. And then uh, MVPs, T-Law. We all had, by the way, so people don't think I skipped it, but comeback player of the year, we all had uh, DeMar Hamlin because it's just the odds are too overwhelming in his favor. And Beth Gee, you had Robert Sala for coach of the year. Bijan Robinson for rookie of the year. Christian Gonzalez, defensive rookie of the year. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. Lamar Jackson as your Offensive Player of the Year, and Josh Allen as your MVP. We will revisit this whenever these awards come back out or come out uh, later next year to see who got these predictions. Uh, who got the I should have picked Lamar twice, but I, I forgot and then backtracked, so now I'm just going to have that awkward uh, that awkward um, lineup that's almost destined to not be 100% accurate. Well, in a way, it's almost like you're hedging your bets. True. That is true. There you go. All right. 
that concludes the predictions for of individual award winners. Next week, we will predict how the, our teams are going to do and how every team is going to do in the league. But in the meantime, Patrick, you know what to do. Hit the music. We're doing fight club. Welcome to Pass the Rocks NFL Head Coach Fight Club. This is Past Yeah, but fuck it, you fight cancer, you can fight Michael Carter too. Alright, fellas, we are getting close to the end of Fight Club. Man, if, if anything, I think, gentlemen, I think we should go ahead and do it this way. Uh, we have, what, two fights left in the Final Four? Patrick, you got it up on your screen? He's giving us the, the one-up sign for those hearing this. Um, yeah, it turns out we're also not recording video right now, just audio, so it's all good. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> we got we got the audio, it's all good there. <laughs> well at least we know video's it works. Not, video's not currently recording. Alright. So uh, so we uh, we have one more fight. Before our final four here, we've got Mike Vrabel versus Pete Carroll to round out our final four. All right, all right. So let's let's be real. This is this is the moment. This might be the moment we've been waiting for from our good old friend Jacob Bethke. But uh, we'll see what happens. We have Pete Carroll up against Mike Vrabel. Is that right? We got him there. This is this is the wise sage versus arguably the second overall favorite in this entire bracket. Mike Babel's a big man. He's strong. He's physical. This man has he's learned from the worst or the best in this case in Bill Belichick. But he doesn't really take after his sensei all that much. He's his own man. He has his own style. So with that said, as always, Patrick, you will hit leadoff, and you'll give us your predictions on how this fight will occur. Well, the home audience won't be able to see this, but I just changed my background to uh, Mike Vrabel dancing in the locker room with his guys, because it's going to take all about 10 seconds for Mike Vrabel to make mince meat out of Pete Carroll. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure you guys are going to have a little more interesting and nuanced takes on this one, but I'm going with the chalk. Uh You know, you know us. We like to go to we like to go into the details about the fight. We like to go into the techniques that each fighter will use to determine who would win. Sure. Yeah. And in this case, it's Yeah. To stop I think it, it's, it's just molly. a straight beat down. I don't I don't think yeah, I don't know that there's much interesting to happen 
Well, just an old man getting beat up by a big middle-aged man. It'll be kind of sad to see, honestly. It it depends. Depends on who you ask. Um, I don't think anybody you know wants what? to see an old man get beat up. That's not always true. That that is actually <laughs> not always true. All right, but I won't. I will not elaborate further into that statement. <laughs> You know, I need to put the hands of this fight into one of the most uh, nuanced analysts in the game. And his name is Jacob Bethke. Bethke, we need to hear your rebuttal. I need to see what you see in this fight. Well, honestly, Patrick was, was right about a lot of it because from a, a physical standpoint, there's no way that Pete Carroll can manage up, even with all of his uh, minister and karate uh, the age is, you know, we can't do that. So, you know, one might think, would you use a younger version of Pete Carroll? Well, I would. But I'm going to let it be to you guys to decide whether this should take my pass or not. Because this Pete Carroll is a younger Pete Carroll. Kind of. I mean, it's travel, a younger, it's a younger Pete Carroll. It's an interesting Carol. thing. It is. It's because a younger this, Pete Carroll with not, old Pete Carroll's mind, just so you know. We're not, we're not bringing Pete Carroll of old into the present. No, no, no. We're taking Pete Carroll old and taking him into the future, or to the past. Specifically, 1999. After being, re- after being released after an 8-8 eight eight record with the New England Patriots, Pete Carroll found himself without a team. He would not coach again until he picked up the job with the USC Fighting Trojans in 2001. In the meantime, what did he do? He ensured this would never happen. As he's leaving New England, every player has a profile and a scouting report, even as far back as before he had computers. Before he leaves New England, he posts a ton of shit about how I said posts like there would have been posts. <laughs> he comments and writes a laundry list of allegations against Mike Vrabel and puts them into the New England system. Specifically things that he's a not, a not a team player, unwilling to play either side of the football, even if asked. Basically just completely demoralizes his, rep, his, his name. Therefore, Bill Belichick and the Patriots never signed him. Mike Vrabel continues his career as a middling player for a mediocre Steelers team and eventually goes on to play with the Cardinals for a couple of seasons before retiring as a relative unknown journeyman. He never gets a job as a head coach, never competes in the fight club, and Carroll wins. Holy shit, that is definitely one way to use the primetime rewind. Like I said, if that's using it, that's using it. But technically, old Pete Carroll well, went back and told young Pete Carroll that, to handle business. Then, then every fight we did with Mike Vrabel didn't happen. Exactly. So then we need a whole new bracket. We don't need any of these... Uh, what do you call it? Time uh, paradoxes? Look, yeah, no, we're not going to take that into account. The time paradox. He's made his decision. 
Pete Carroll has won in the eyes of Jacob Bethke without even having to lift so much as a fist. I guess that leaves it up to me, right? I guess this leaves it all up to me. How, how do I see this fight going? Yes, I, I see all the points being made about Mike Rabel being a bigger, more physically imposing man and Pete Carroll being a smaller, more diminutive, older gentleman. But gentlemen, Geriatric. there was once a man, there was once a mixed martial arts champion who won at an old age. His name, and Beth, you may be familiar with this guy, was Jackie Chun. Not to be confused with Jackie Chan. But Jackie Chun. Jackie Chun won the World Martial Arts Tournament way back in the day. He was the sensei of a man you may know. Goku. Jackie Chun surprised everybody with his elite techniques. His striking power. His speed. His wisdom. He knew the turtle way better than anybody. And nobody was none the wiser in this case. Nobody ever figured out who he actually was. Who is Pete Carroll really? Other than our version of Jackie Chuck. That's right. He's going to tap into his chakras, into his spiritual energy one more time to overcome his physical limitations and he's going to strike at the heart of Mike Vrabel with the exploding palm technique or the exploding heart technique. He's made use of it once before. He's going to use it again. That's right. See you later, bozo. <laughs> Mike Vrabel, you're out of this thing. Because this is... This is an old man's game right now. See you in another 20 years, buddy. When you've learned more. But right now, he, Carol, is our winner. And he advances. <laughs> who's, I don't know whose opponent is. <laughs> Please. Inform our audience of the matchups for next week in the final four. One second. Excellent. I'm really glad we're not on camera right now because I'm dying. In Caesars NFL Head Coach Fight Club Final Four, we will see Bill Belichick face off against Mike Tomlin, as well as Arthur Smith facing off against Pete Carroll. Let's go. Oh, we have some very interesting fights next week. Did y'all see the story about Arthur Smith this week, though, before we wrap up? Oh, that he's a billionaire's son? <laughs> he's from money. <laughs> I don't um, know. I'm going to work that in somehow. That's going to work to my agenda. <clears throat> so, Listen, I will, I will live up to my, uh, my avatar here of communist Gucci Mane. Hey, look. You set out to give us fodder to get us through till the NFL season started, and damn it, you've done it. We Thank are you, almost here, and it's almost over. <laughs> I don't know what the clowns. 
<laughs> What's with the clowns? I'm, I'm surrounded by clowns. <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, you mean. That's true. That's pretty true. Uh, oh, that's well, that's gonna be me for we seventeen weeks. Jacob's this... rewind out of it. I guess that's fair. That's fair. So yeah. even though I did try to sneak through without using it, but I know at some point it was gonna have to be used. It was worth a shot, you know. What what is it uh, if not to bend the rules a little bit? Yeah. But at least yeah, I did it in an interesting way. I think. Our final oh, four's sure. got a four seed, a three seed, a seven seed, and an eight seed. So it's not as crazy as it could be, but <laughs> yeah, if you just go off seeding, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Uh, listen, um, next week it can really go any, either kind of way. You know, it just it just kind of depends. You know, these matchups, we're gonna need some time to think about it. To everybody listening. Um, there is no agenda to have an old, two old men fight, okay? Yeah, honestly, I'm a little torn going into this last one, because I love Put Up Your Dukes. I love that we've just gotten Arthur Smith this far based off of brawling like a 1920s uh, guy. Exactly. And then, I think all of us have a little bit, just a little bit extra amount of respect for Mike Tomlin, so... You know? Yeah, I think it'll be a good fight, even though who knows how it ends. The fans can find out later. So tune in next week, y'all. But for now, that concludes the NFL segment. And we'll uh, we'll see you all next time. And concludes the night. Tally ho. Hasta luego. That concludes episode 28 of Pass the Rock. Thank you for listening. And as always, like us, share us, subscribe us, do everything you possibly can. Um, yeah, I just uh, really like it if, uh, if you guys would help us. We really appreciate it. Be dear friends. Uh, not even for your birthday party. Bye. This is Pass the Rock. Well. <laughs>